Hey everybody and welcome back to the newest edition of the Swoop Radio Station here. It's your boy Josh Sanchez. And man, Swoop Radio is finally back after a long month and a half break. I just needed some time to just reset my mind and reset my mindset and get ready for you guys to bring brand new fall content of the Swoop Radio podcast. This podcast will be the first of two podcasts today. I have a lot to talk about because the 76ers, their season ended. Got to talk about the NBA. Football is back. The Texans and Chiefs played. And Swoop Radio just has a lot to talk about. So this first podcast will be out Friday at 12 p.m. The second podcast will be out at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. So I hope you guys are ready to tune in to Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez. But for today's podcast, what we're going to get into is the dresmal, disappointing, ugh, I'm lost for words at how awful this 76er season has been overall. You go from season predictions where Al Horford, Tobias Harris get paid a combined $289 million. And all the talks about this team being a legit title contender, Ben Ben Simmons finally being able to shoot and beat his plate in his best shape of all time. I just, I am just blown at all of the expectations and the end result. This 76ers season has got to be the most, one of the most disappointing seasons from a team in the past century. That is how bad and disappointing this team was. This team was supposed to be a 1-2 seed in the Eastern Conference. They ended up being a 6 seed and getting swept by the Boston Celtics in the first round, which led to Brett Brett Brown's firing, which is rightfully deserved. I am just lost for words at this Sixers team. This Sixers team needs a lot of help, and they need a new voice. It starts with a new voice in the locker room. They need someone to get into the heads of Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. Embiid needs to get in better shape. Yes, Embiid was averaging 30 and 15, but his defense was putrid. His pick and roll defense, he's just standing there waiting for them to drive. And then when people drive, they don't go anywhere. It's absolutely pathetic at how bad the Sixers was. And then Ben Simmons can't even shoot a jump shot I know he made first team all defense and he's a great all-around player don't get me wrong Ben Simmons is great but he needs to take the next steps the Sixers will not be a number one seed or a title contender until he averages 25 a game enough with the 16 to 18 points a night we need 25 points per game Ben Simmons that is what the Sixers are going to need in order for the Sixers to take the next step so just other disappointment. Now, some guys that I've heard have been interested in the head coaching job. I know Tyron Lue is the number one job, uh, was the number one option. Jay Wright officially turned down his job. But I know I know a couple Spurs coaches were also in consideration. I think that what the Sixers need is they need a guy that is not that is a guy or woman that is not a scared that needs to hold their players accountable and is not scared to. I honestly think with Ben Simmons, if he does not shoot, you got to you got to get to the point. You got to get to the point where you got to start benching him 
for whenever he does not shoot the ball. You should set him a goal every night. Hey, eight, eight to 10 free throws a night, three three-pointers attempted a game. If he can't hit that goal, it's time for you to ride the pine, sir. Because it's absolutely ridiculous what the 76ers team is has become. You rewind two years ago, they bounce, they get bounced four to one to the Celtics. And the Sixers have a bright future and the number one pick of the draft. Fast forward two years later, Markel Fultz doesn't work out. Jason Tatum, a guy you should have drafted over Markel Fultz, ends up balling and is turned into a 23 points per game scorer. Whereas you have a missed draft pick in Markel Fultz. You missed on so many drafts. You've missed on Tobias Harris. You missed on Al Horford. This team, where is this team going? They got swept by the same team that beat them two years ago. Let that sink in, folks. They're not getting better. With Covington, Sark, and the rest of the crew, the Sixers were a better playoff team with Ilya Sova and Bellinelli than they are now with Josh Richardson, Tobias Harris, Al Horford. Absolutely dreadful. And the fact that Raul Neto was the first man coming off the bench in the playoff time from in a couple games shows you again that Brett Brown and the coaching staff of the Philadelphia 76ers treated their basketball team strictly analytical. They got rid of the human aspect, the, the sports psychology aspect that the numbers cannot show you. Mental toughness, the mental edge. That's what separates the good teams from the bad teams. Not just analytics and height and statistical numbers. And that is what the Sixers have fell victim to. On paper, this is a championship roster. In terms of height, they can guard one through five and switch and play great on anybody. But from a mental standpoint, from a, from a collectivism standpoint, this team is not there. And that's why they were the sixth seed. And you see a Miami Heat team that just bounced the Milwaukee Bucks in five games and looked absolutely amazing on the court. Jimmy Butler left. He knew what he was getting himself into. He left. He knew what was going on in Philadelphia. And quite frankly, I'm not ashamed at all. I'm happy for Jimmy Butler. I hope Miami is going is going to go to the NBA Finals. You're seeing what less talented rosters. Toronto, their best player is Pascal Siakam. And Kyle Lowry. They're not great players, but they're definitely good, solid players. But they play as a team. They're they're collective as a group. And they grind with each other. Which is why they are playing later, later today, game seven against Boston. I got Toronto winning the game. I think Toronto plays better as a team than Boston. And they're doing this without Kawhi Leonard. So let that sink in, folks. It's not all about height and statistical analysis when it comes to sports. Yes, that's a part of it. I don't want to draft a five foot eight guy with the number one pick. I'm just not. No offense to him. But when it comes to mental toughness and basketball IQ and leadership, those are qualities that a computer cannot show you that you need to go scout and you need to look on your own. And that's what the Sixers have fallen, fallen victim to these past couple years. It started with Colangelo. 
Brett Brown has always been analytical. I was I wanted Brett Brown gone regardless. I know I gave him a free pass last season just because Embiid was not in shape. I blamed that series a lot on Embiid. If Embiid was in the proper shape, the Sixers beat the Raptors in five games. Or six games, not five, six. But I am disappointed in the Philadelphia 76ers. I am completely disappointed with them. It's been a dismal, dreadful. My mental health has been drained from this team. We get a four-month break from them just being dumb and Ben Simmons getting hurt to him getting hurt again. And I even think if Ben Simmons was playing, I think the series wouldn't have been a sweep, but I think the Celtics would have won in seven games. The Sixers just don't have it. And I will continue to say this. Until Ben Simmons gives you 25 a night, I don't care how he does it, he gives you 25 a night, the Sixers will not be a title contender. And I think it starts with the right voice in the locker room. That is the key for the 76ers, is who is going to be the voice. And that is my next question, because as I'm sitting here thinking, I found 10 potential candidates for the 76ers. And quite frankly, I'm a little nervous because I want I want this Sixers team to find the right guy because this is going to be huge. But obviously one of the candidates, we have Nate McMillan from the Pacers. He was just fired. I I, I actually like him. He's, he was a former player, played 12 years in the league. He did great in Indiana. I don't know why he got fired. He just got hurt with injuries. But that's a guy that's been in the talks. Uh, Billy Donovan's another guy. Um, you have Emane uh, Udoka. I know, I know he's sort of like a new name. You have Adrian Griffin as well. You have Tim Duncan as one, but I don't see that as a possibility. I'm just naming some Sam Cassell. You have uh, Becky Hamilton, Tyron Liu, Dawn Staley. So there's just some names for you guys to think about. Out of all of them, I know Tyron Liu is the leading candidate. And honestly, I wouldn't mind it. Um, it's not a splash hire, but Tyron Liu has success. He's won a chip. And I know everyone wants to say, well, LeBron James was the coach. I get that. But in order to get your players respect and get one of the greats to respect you, that is major props from Tyron Liu. Now, if the Sixers were to win a chip with Tyron Liu, they should definitely do the famous AI step over him. That would be great. But this concludes the first topic. I wanted to talk about Sixers basketball. Stick around, guys, because on the next topic for today's podcast, I'm going to get into the Philadelphia Flyers and their season because as great of a regular season the Flyers had, their postseason, star players did not show up. But I'm going to get to that later on today's podcast but again you're listening to swoop radio with josh sanchez on spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and on anchor.fm just search swoop radio on the web web and i will pop right up every friday at 12 p.m eastern time but stick around swoop radio will be right back
Hey everyone, and welcome to the second topic of today's Swoop Radio with Jar Sanchez. Earlier, I talked about the 76ers and what went wrong and what they need to do this offseason. But now we got to talk about the Philadelphia Flyers because obviously the Philadelphia Flyers had a very interesting playoff bubble run. I mean, they got to the Eastern Conference semis and they lost in seven games to the New York Islanders. But let's be honest. Overall, this Flyers postseason run has been a huge disappointment. And yes, I watched all the games. I observed everything. And now it's time to talk about it. Because I have a problem with a lot of Flyer fans. Because why the hell are you trying to justify, well, this team is young. This was just great experience. They will be back. This team had a chance to win the cup this year. That's how good they were. Carter Hart had an amazing postseason. And quite frankly, without Carter Hart, the Flyers lose in five games to the Islanders. And I think that Montreal series, they lose in seven to Montreal. That's how bad star players like Claude Giroux, Sean Couturier, James Van Riemsdyk, more like James Van Reek bum. Absolute pathetic and awful performances this postseason. Travis Konechny, supposed to be our, our, our leading scorer. Not a single goal this entire postseason. Claude Giroux got one lucky goal this postseason. James Van Reensite, nothing. These Jake Voracek barely got. I mean, Jake Voracek's had a couple good games. But Haynes, all those guys did not play to the level they were playing in the regular season. In the in the round robin round, the Flyers looked great. Then all of a sudden the wheels fell off. And if it was not for Carter Hart, this Flyers team would not have been far. Now that being said, I do think the future is bright for the Flyers. I definitely do. They have a great young core. And they have a great young goaltender. But that being said, this season was a disappointment how it ended. Yes, they took the Islanders seven games. But the Flyers are more talented than the New York Islanders. Well, they were. They were supposed to be more talented. I know the Islanders play very good defense. But you saw what the Lightning did to them game one in, in the Eastern Conference Final. Eight goals. Eight The fact that the power play was absolutely dismal, pathetic. What were they, like four of 60? That has to be one of the worst power plays of all time, all playoff history. This is, it's not good. It's not good at all. And it's not a good sign. I get it. Everyone got a great young experience, but James Van Reenstijk needs to go. The Flyers need some new veterans. On this team. Claude Giroux is supposed to be the captain. Yet he only has one goal. In the entire postseason. And I get it. He's been a he's been the captain for a very long time. And I'm not. I, I don't hate him. I'm not one of those Claude Giroux haters. I'm not. I'm just presenting the facts that happened in this year's postseason. The key guys. The key veterans that were supposed to show up. Did not. That being said. Lawton. 
and a lot of those other young guys that got experience in the postseason and actually scored goals was great. The Flyers had a couple great overtime victories against the Islanders. It was amazing. But I, overall, this Flyers team was disappointing. It was very disappointing in the postseason. They should be taking on the Lightning right now in the conference finals. If they had some form of power play. If they even had a normal power play. They're in the Eastern Conference Finals. And it's just disappointing. I am very disappointed. In Elaine Vigneault and his coaching in the second round. Overall he had a great. He's been a great coach overall in the season. Don't get me wrong. But he got out coached in the second round. By far. All of his challenges failed. All of them. Even though this first challenge, game two, that was a clear offside. That was clear. Without a doubt. The last two were eh, a little questionable. A little questionable. But I am disappointed because if the veterans would have showed up and played half of what they're supposed to play, this team is an Eastern Conference final team and they'll be giving the lightning a way tougher challenge than the islanders the islanders might get swept honestly i think it'll be a gentleman sweep four to one lightning go to the front to the stanley cup flyer fans sixers fans what do you guys think about the season feel free to call in and voice your opinions as well swoop radio posts new podcast every friday at 12 p.m also though for this week in particular i'll be posting two podcasts so the first one at 12, the second one at 3. So this one is strictly a Philadelphia podcast on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, and on the Anchor.fm app. But my next one, I'm going to really talk about the racial injustices and what sports are finally starting to do right in the NBA, NHL. Well, NHL is a little questionable, but MLB and the NFL. And also football's back. I got to give you guys my Eagles record predictions. I'm going to go through the schedule, win, loss, and all. But I hope you guys have a wonderful night, a wonderful day, wonderful weekend. And please stay safe out there with the COVID-19 epidemic. And this is Josh signing off. Swoop!